Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Any other podcast laughs at death more than us? It's not a great trait. It's not one of our best qualities. It's a real Mount Eldfell from Iceland. Mount Eldfell. Mount Eldfell. One person died. Okay, well, then no, that violates the terms. I mean, collateral damage. Collateral damage. What if the person died like a heart attack because they were so shocked? Well, I still think that uh, that that counts. We don't even have a kitchen at our house. We just go to just go to the steakhouse, uh, yeah, Felipe's Steakhouse, every night. So, Felipe, presumably the Hispanic man, is known for his steaks. Yeah. A local idiot spreads virus after visiting stupid podcast in a barn. <laughs> and I wonder. I don't know why the news is so mean to us. <laughs> feels extra rude. Yeah, at least use our logo and our name. Oh, God, don't use that logo. <laughs> Reunited. Reunited. Back in the same room. Socially distanced from each other, of course. Properly spaced. We have wiped down, uh, before you got here, I wiped down everything in this vicinity yep. with Clorox wipes. We have hand sanitizer on the table that we both uh, took a quick a quick pump of right before the intro started. It smells of bleach down here. <laughs> it does. It <laughs> smells like you decided to cover up a murder. <laughs> it smells very strong. Under the guise of the spread of this, of this virus. Which we are going to try not to focus on really at all in this episode because uh try to i don't know try to let people forget about it for yeah. at least an hour or so yeah uh, is is right now the best time to cover up a murder um probably i mean I you're feel not like gonna get weird looks if you're going to buy excessive yeah. cleaning supplies yeah and uh you know carrying heavy bags with Blood draining out the back, you know. Nobody well, maybe, will notice. I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't know about that, but uh, maybe maybe do the shopping before oh, the crime okay. takes you, place. You think pre-plan? Yeah, pre-plan might, on your. Okay, might be a good idea. I did see that there. You know, this is a big concern for crime now, so I'm glad I was just able to give a a new suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> really, 
Really spread that out yeah. into the ether. So to all you potential criminals out there, you can thank Kyle for the uh, for for his expert planning. I can't wait for in like two years when we're playing back a, a hilarious bit of when I was in court trying to explain away my words mm-hmm. yeah. on this podcast as a motivation for somebody yeah. else to commit uh, a terrible, heinous crime. Now, we have some, um, some well, I don't know if I want to call it breaking news. Uh, do we want to call it breaking news? Because I, well, I know it won't it, be breaking by the time this comes out. So, <laughs> but it's I know, weird calling it breaking news. <laughs> but I know how much you love, I love breaking it. news. Okay, uh, you know what? Especially delivering it on this podcast. I've already got the script. Live from the Stephen Kyle Podcast News Desk, Kenny Rogers died. DOA. Oh! I mean. A little copyrighted Bridgman? No, no, no. Oh, oh. on a warm summer's evening, on, on a train, train bound for nowhere, I met, met up with a gambler. We were both too tired to sleep. So, so we, we took, took turns out there out the window, window and the darkness. Till the boredom overtook us, and he began to speak. Boy, I just realized Could I don't know any of the words to this. Out of reading people's faces and knowing what the cards were by the way they held their eyes. So if you don't mind my saying, I can see your out of aces. A taste of whiskey, and I'll give you some advice. <laughs> <laughs> so I handed him my bottle, and he drank down my last swallow. Then he bummed a cigarette and, and asked me for a light. Boy, that's real rude. And that night, death and quiet. <laughs> and his face lost all expression. But if you're going to play the game, boy, you got to learn to play it right. You got to know when to hold them. Oh, everybody. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for counting when the dealing's done. Oh, Solo. Every gambler, every gambler knows the secret to surviving. Well, maybe not. Knowing what, knowing what, keep every hand's a winner and every hand's a loser. Best that that you can hope for is to die in your sleep. Huh? Oh Jesus! Got awkward there. I mean, we love a good karaoke here on this podcast. That's uh, <laughs> but it got it got um like oddly prophetic there at the end. There were a couple there. One that I preferred not to notice. <laughs> Which one was that? Uh. Uh, what was the exact line that you had to point out and ruin the joy? Mm, I don't know. Not really sure what you're, what you're talking about. Yeah, best yeah. that you can hope for is to die in your sleep. No, I mean that's. I mean that. I mean that one hit you like a hammer. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, every gambler knows, Steve, that the secret to surviving. Well, uh, apparently. He knew the secret to surviving 81 years. 81. 81 years on this earth. That's double my age. 
If I could live to 81, I think I'd be content. What about you? Ugh, anything after 50. Really? So uh, you you just kick the bucket. So yeah. you're on the down you're on the down the downslide already. Oh yeah, I, I think in my 20s was the real downturn. Now this is like you mentioned, Steve. This is breaking news. Like I mean, within the last hour here, what uh, what I have no idea in the details here. Just saw that he passed away. What did he? What did Kenny Rogers pass away from? I 81? believe he uh, died in in hospice care oh, okay. at his house. So some uh, maybe some lingering issues there. Died doing what he loved. You mean being in hospice? Yeah. I mean, everyone does stuff for you. You don't have to, like, make your own uh, grilled cheese. So so we're now going with the idea that Kenny Rogers, periodically throughout his younger years, through the years, if you will. Look, I'm not putting words in his mouth. I'm not putting experiences in his life. I don't know. But your idea would be that some at points throughout his life because he enjoyed it so much and it's what he loved he would simply go visit hospice care or have well, hospice yeah care hospice, come well, to hospice them. comes to you well, yeah if you're doing what you love you don't want to go to do it have right. someone come to you to do it yeah uh, come on man kenny rogers few loves hospice care and singing and chicken of course you have chicken is he a chicken guy kenny rogers isn't that a famous chicken place too are you thinking of uh KFC? No. Kenny Rogers, the roaster. You thinking of uh, the gambler? We were just saying it. <laughs> Kenny Rogers. Kenny chicken. Rogers chicken. Okay. All right. Yeah. What do we got? Yeah, it was a classic Seinfeld episode. Kenny Rogers Roasters. Wow, still kicking? Chain of chicken-based restaurants founded in 1991 by country musician Kenny Rogers. 156. He's doing all right. Well... Oh, I mean, the restaurant's doing all right. Jesus. Because to put the last hammer on the top of the nail, the nail head, he's dead. Right? Is this the most insensitive Kenny Rogers tribute there's been? It's. I'm, I'd be hard-pressed to find one worse. I mean, we started off with, and again, totally unintentional on the introduction there, whereas we not joked about, but we were talking about Mount Eldfell's explosion yeah. or volcanic eruption last week and how it killed one person. We talked about how we treat death We've, probably this, a little too flippantly. A little bit. A little bit. So that gets in, thrown in, these, in the intro. And then in uh, these trying times, I feel like uh, I feel like I need a pellet cleanser. <laughs> So, what you been up to? <laughs> Boy, our transitions are as smooth as the buttermilk biscuits at Kenny Rogers Roasters. 156 locations. That's right. Nationwide. Now, they be, are doing just fine. They got to I mean, it's insensitive, but this always happens when a celebrity passes away. So, you know, today and probably for the next week on all the streaming services and all of the music purchasing sites, It'll Kenny spike. Rogers will be the number one purchased artist. Mm -hmm. All of his songs, Coward of the County, The Gambler, Through the Years, all of his big ones. Mm -hmm. You think the roasters are kicking themselves because they're not, they can't be open right now? Probably, yeah. They can't do a tribute to their uh, grand leader. I don't know if he'd like that term. It has a real white supremacist feel to it. Look, I don't know Kenny Rogers. 
Oh! Where was this based out of? Uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, I can see it. Hmm. That's right, folks. The proper eulogy this morning. Oh, look at that. He, uh, he got former KFC CEO John Y. Brown Jr. on board. Whoa. Look at that. He stole from the competition. Former governor yeah. of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And he was in Kentucky Fried Chicken. Look at yeah. that. Yep. 64 to 71, he was the CEO of KFC. Wow. Not Kenny Rogers, the other guy. John Y. Brown Jr. Kenny Rogers not a CEO of anything anymore. Livelihood. Life. Guess we would, he's just like John Y. Brown. He's now the former CEO of Being Alive. Mm-hmm. Should we edit that one out? No. <laughs> well, anyway, our condolences <laughs> to the family and fans. And little you levity think- here. Levity, folks. That's what we're offering you in this time of great depression. You think Kenny... I don't know. Got... You think he was jealous because Kenny's not like a common name, right? Especially for, you know, a musician. Mm-hmm. And he's he's getting big, right? In the 70s and 80s. Yeah. And then By the way, when comes, he already looked like he was 65. Absurd. And you pulled up that picture, I think, of 1980. 1979, 1979 cover. Where he would have been like 40. And he already looked... He already looked 60. 60. Unbelievable. That, that, like, feathered mullet, which I would just refer to as Kenny Rogers hair, because yeah. you say that and everybody knows what it looks like. Yep. Where it's kind of uh, kind of gray on the... Pretty much where I'm headed. If I let my hair grow into like a mullet i'll have a kenny rogers cut because mine's already wow. gray on the sides do you think it i think there's only one way to make up for what we've done here in the first nine minutes <laughs> it's to grow a, a a roaster mullet and that's for one of us i mean we could flip a coin <laughs> <laughs> to grow our hair out uh-huh in the roaster mullet well look uh, the good news Phillip, is... Philip, if you're free, uh, I'm going to need a chicken with a Kenny Rogers mullet. Hair, the, feathered but hair. But the chicken has to look like me. <laughs> okay, so a chicken with Steve's face, Kenny Rogers 1979 hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe playing the piano? Oh, boy. Yeah. Was Kenny Rogers a good pianist? Was he known I for I don't know, his? but I think his... Uh, I think the piano is Maybe prominent. a guitar slung over prominent. your... Oh yeah, like not I'm, your beak, but your long <laughs> neck. <laughs> As I'm walking off into the sunset to show that uh, death has happened. Oh, boy! It's gonna be like one of those obnoxious <laughs> shirts you see random people, and you don't know why they still wear them. But it's just like they clearly went to a screen printer with like a Polaroid of their friend who died tragically, and then they just paint massive words. Yeah, like 1979 to yeah. t- 2010. And people are still wearing it. But, yeah, we want that on a shirt yeah. with a chicken of Steve's face with roaster mullet hair. Yeah, so maybe the chicken is walking off into the sunset. He's got the guitar slung over his neck uh, with the like the guitar in the back, obviously. And the chicken is looking back over his shoulder. And that's mm-hmm. where you can see that it's, that it's me. My goodness, if you Google Kenny Rogers 1979 and look at that hair. Holy cow, is that to behold. Kenny Rogers, 1979. I'm looking at the first picture you're going to get. 
Oh, this one here? Yeah, in the fourth picture. Look at that. The silver streaks, you got a little bit. It's the He was Polly Walnuts before Polly Walnuts. Look at the one below it. Look at this oh, one. Oh. Look at it's that. It's like his hair just decided like the sides of his hair and his beard said, "Hey, we're going gray." And the top said, huh, "See you later." On your own sucker. <laughs> look at this one down here. The it looks like the cover of an album. Look yeah, that's the that. one we were looking at. I think that's the I one mean, that popped up. Yeah, 1979. That is the epitome of feathered hair, too. Look at it. All right. All right. Last year, it was... Uh, Handsome my, Bradley Cooper. My love for Bradley Cooper's hair. Oh, boy. Don't want to keep scrolling. You'll see the one from more recent times. And, oh, Kenny Rogers. Let's say, where's he at? No, let's just say late 70s hair didn't quite hold the same ambiances. Oh, you're going to be up a little bit up in the middle you'll see it because it looks like uh it looks uh, all right. it looks, looks all right. like his way his hair is now probably <laughs> in a coffin <laughs> um yeah so last year it was my love for bradley cooper's hair this year it's my love for kenny rogers 1979 hair and uh the good news is everything is closed the place i got my hair cut yeah closed uh, indefinitely at this point. Right. They're planning on reopening, but who knows when. Need me to so, get some clippers up there? No, no, no. I, I, the exact opposite. I need, it, I need to let it go. Right. Maybe I can trim up the front and the and the top a little bit, mm-hmm. but the back and the sides, I got I to gotta let them go. What do you do to get like the poof that he gets? Like Not not poof, but it's it's so... It's, it, it, it looks volume. like if he walked out into the wind, it would... It wouldn't look like no. flaps in the wind. It would well, look like it would w- like be a wave in the wind, Steve. Well, I'm I'm lucky in that uh, the my hair is kind of puffy. Just uh, that's a good point. You got a little uh, you got a little uh, air to it, a little yeah. elevation, yeah, a little to your hair. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I think uh, I think I'm well on my way to Kenny Rogers roaster hair. Roaster I want, mullet. I want the roaster mullet. It's a good term. It's a great term. That's a great term for Kenny Rogers' uh, 1979 hair. Um, there are a few things I wanted to get to before we get too deep. It is Saturday, March 21st, 2020, the year of our Lord. It's the Stephen Kyle podcast, but we digress. Well, you know, it's smart to wait on that there, though, because, Steve, I think when we throw in some tags and we drop this on social media and all the, the Kenny Rogers super fans <laughs> oh, good. come listening for the eulogy. Yes. Uh, you know, they don't want to get distracted <laughs> by your date and time reading. Yeah. They just want to get right into the eulogization. eulogization. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, oh, that's what I was getting at. Do you think Kenny Rogers, uh, at his height, a little angry at Kenny Loggins? Think that a rivalry? Just because of the name? Yeah. And then, and then Kenny which Loggins. Was the bigger, Ken- which was the bigger of the Kennys? Boy, oh boy! You know, you know what we do when people die. The only thing we look at is what is their name net was. worth. <laughs> oh, it's gotta be Kenny Rogers. I'm I thinking think. it's Rogers just based on uh, how right. many. So songs you doing? You doing celebrity do, net worth? Uh, yeah, I'll do Loggins. Nice. I got the roaster. Kenny Rogers. Let's see if I'm going to be surprised. Whoa! I am by a couple of things. One. I have never seen Kenny Loggins, and he kind of looks like he's a kind of a preacher who's reformed from a drug abusive past. Okay. And he's trying to tell all the kids how cool he is. 
Oh, yeah, he does look like cool 90s guy. But I think that's now. He just never upgraded. I would have never guessed that's what Kenny... But boy, but Kenny Loggins, earlier in the older days, handsome guy. Okay, so give me... Um, Do you have any guesses? Now, Kenny Loggins, obviously, uh, I would argue his, his biggest hit is Danger Zone. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't even think this... Now that I think about it... If Kenny Rogers owns a bunch, owns 150 chicken restaurants... Oh, this might not even be close. No, I don't think it's going to be close. Unless it's all franchise stuff. I would say... But still, they make... I mean, McDonald's are franchised. They have a couple bucks. They're doing okay. Um, You're absolutely right. I would say Kenny Loggins, I'm going to say $25 million. Kenny Loggins' net worth, $2020. million on the nose. Well, I'm actually surprised then at this uh, because Kenny Rogers is only worth should be a runaway ten times as much as Kenny Loggins two hundred fifty million a quarter billion a quarter dollars of a billion dollars for one hundred fifty six roaster uh, roaster chicken restaurants yeah a ton of hits yeah twenty that's gonna give him some major like street cred in heaven having more money on earth yeah definitely. That, yeah. <laughs> you think there's a caste system in heaven? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It is a little bit surprising, and I don't know why I just... Well, I know I thought of this name because his name was trending on social media this uh, recently. But Kenny Rogers, or Kenny Loggins, I apologize, and Richard Marks are in a race to be worth more. Really? 25? What's, uh, what's Mark, wait a minute. What was Richard Marks' big... What was his big Right hit? there waiting for you. Nope, that was not it. What was... Uh, yeah, that's it. Was wherever it? you go, whatever yeah. no, you yep, do, yep, that's it. Yep. I will be right here waiting for you. Yep, right here waiting. Whatever it takes, or how my heart breaks, I will be right here waiting for you. Boy, he needs to die, because we're good at oh. that song. How old is he? Is he in his 80s yet? Do you like hospice? Or chicken? No, and he still looks effing fantastic. <laughs> Isn't uh, Pardo a big fan of Richard he was, Marks? He was just on Pardo's podcast uh, this winter. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> of course, Richard Marks in his 60s. and Yeah, Richard Marks really having a rough go at things. Oh, yeah. Boy, he looks terrible. <laughs> Beautiful hair. Uh-huh. But as Steve said, we really need him to die. We can play that song. <laughs> but no, I, no, it's, that is a weird trajectory. Maybe Richard Marks and Kenny Loggins now have the rivalry. Maybe now that Kenny Rogers uh, found the bucket and booted it, Richard Marks picks up that mantle of having a, yeah. like one uber hit and then a bunch of smaller hits uh, from that era and now carries that on. Richard Marks v. Kenny Loggins <laughs> into the 2020s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I honestly... Wait, this, is a, this is a very <laughs> Kenny Rogers, uh, Richard Marks heavy episode. Oh, it's, a, it's a dead person rivalry episode. <laughs> Richard Marks is like, I'm still alive. As is Kenny Loggins. Still, still 100% living. I'm hell-bent on making a rivalry, rivalry for a now-deceased person. <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, here we are in APS 3.0. We are, again, socially distanced. We, there is plenty of space between us. We are taking all the necessary precautions yeah. uh, to, to make sure that we are safe. 
This isn't an indictment, uh, and thank you to everybody for listening and watching the Corona Cast. Yes, that that we uh, surprise released on Thursday night slash Friday last week. Um, But I mean, obviously, with everything, it's easier to do it the way you know doing it. Sure. Uh, Yeah. There's we're all we're both comfortable the way we are right now mm -hmm. doing it, and we're keeping apart. So yeah, uh, no worries. It may switch to. That format, if if uh, other if circumstances continue to change, which they are by the day, uh, and so obviously stay if, tuned if, for that. If one of us or one of our family members were to get sick, that right. obviously changes everything. Sure, but um, yeah, it's a it's a weird, <laughs> definitely a weird spot to be in because this is something that we do every week, and normally you wouldn't have to send me a text the night before saying. So what do you think we should do? Because yeah. the options are record as usual, record uh, over Skype or whatever, or not record. So those are the three options presented last night. Right. I was like, well, I'm not going to not do this. Bummed. We've made it nearly 200 weeks. That was my vote. It was kind of mine, too, but I didn't want to be the one to say it. Skip the next 200. <laughs> so, so we'll gather back here in 2025-ish. Yeah, yeah. late 2024, mm-hmm. we'll we'll start gathering the horses to dust put off, this thing together. Dust off the equipment here. Yeah, try to put back the mixer together after I had taken half of it. Here's the spot that I'm in, though, because there's... I think at this point, we're pretty sure that thing the way things are right now it's probably going to get worse sure whereas if uh, although our governor did say yesterday we're not shutting down the state which right. seems i don't know maybe not like a great idea but not my uh mm-hmm. not not my uh, place to say i guess mm-hmm. so i really want to um since obviously we're not going to be going anywhere we're not doing anything we're not right. going out to dinner or going on vacation or anything so i I think that I'm in the same spot. Like, everybody's in the same spot where you're like, all right, well, I got to be at home for an extended period of time. Mm -hmm. What can I do to make that time worth it? Sure. How can I take advantage of all that time at home? So I thought, maybe I'll just go out and pick up a bunch of of wood, pick up a bunch of supplies, start working on APS 4.0. Now, you guys, to quickly interject, you guys are uh, on the the monkey feces throwing... Mm-hmm. Program, you guys are still going at it. We are. Still, we are still, still live in studio every day until we are told that we can't do it. All we're right. going to keep doing it because uh, our our way of looking at it is, if one of the five of us has it, mm-hmm. we've already all been exposed to it. Right. So right. And there's really the that building's a ghost town at this point anyway. Sure. So tune in for a few minutes this week. Don't not, care. Not for me. No. Okay. What would you like more? Now the production was here, lackluster. But so I thought maybe I'll go out, pick up a bunch of uh, bunch of wood, yeah, bunch of like you know outlets and supplies, and at least start doing the basics in there. Not that I'm like I don't have a deadline, like oh I want to get it done in the next month or whatever. But I think it would be a good use of my time, right? And but am I a jerk though if I'm at Home Depot buying two by fours? I don't. Hmm. It's a tough spot um, because I'm the first one to tell you know to say like, "Hey, stay home. You don't have sure. to go out." As you're going to work, as you're you know. exactly, yeah. 
No, it's a tough spot. I mean, I, I was talking about it this week that it's it's weird that, you know, everybody's acting like, oh, I'm quarantined. I can't. How am I going to survive? What movies do I need to watch? Ah, it's so weird. <laughs> right. It's a weird dichotomy because the work I've done for the most of my life is the work that won't be stopped unless somebody issues an order saying sure. I have to stop work. So as of right now, you are completely oh, unaffected. Work go. We are you, full go. Nothing has changed. No. I'm sure that you've probably had somebody at your office or at the, you know, wherever you're going in every day saying, hey, take extra precaution. Maybe yeah, there's contingency wipe, You know, plans. wipe down, wear gloves, wipe down stuff. And right. They, they've, they've, they're canceling in-person meetings, whatever. You know, it, it is what it is. But so I don't know, because you see, for my money going on the roads, you know, being out every day, it doesn't look that much different to me than it has in the past. It's not lighter traffic. I mean, outside of the, you know, the mall essentially being shut mm-hmm. down, things like that. But people are still out and about. Yeah. So I mean, I, I don't I, know if it makes you the jerk or. Hmm. Hey, wait, do we put it on the poll? Am I a jerk if I want to buy two by fours? Yeah, yeah, I'll put that on there right now, um, because because that's I, a fair I, question. I want to do something. Again, I want to take advantage. I don't want to just sit on the couch and watch TV show after TV show and binge watch three different things. Sure, there are plenty of things I want to watch, but I would like to at least come out of this on the other end. Whether it's two weeks from now, two months from now, or a year from now. Be like, well, that really sucked being cooped up inside for that long. But at least, hey, at least I got this done. Right. No, I think it's a fair question to ask. It's tough. I mean. What would you do? My wife and I and my friend who's home went out not this Friday, but the previous Friday. We were supposed to be going to a concert. Obviously, it was postponed. Yeah. We had a babysitter who was taking Reed overnight. My my mother-in-law. So, hey, do you want to go get a beer? First, The first brewery we went to packed to the to the brim yeah and the next day i think i texted him i said hey were we bad people for doing that and i think it's a and in and hindsight was a week ago week a little over a week ago okay. yeah yeah i yeah, think at that at that way. point you were probably okay yeah because we had plans to go out to dinner with some friends that night yeah they ended up getting canceled but they got canceled because that was the day that they announced that the schools in the state were being shut down okay and my friends who they have two kids so they're in the they're at the point now like two school age kids so they're they're at the point now where they're like uh, which is a the position that so many people are in mm-hmm. where they're like okay well now i either have to pay for daycare sure or one of us has to take off from work so my buddy texted me he's like hey man we're I mean, faced with this, we're we're just not going to be able to swing it like the extra money for going right. out. And I was like, hey, I I totally get it because three years from now, I'm going to be in that same yeah. three four years from now, I'll be in that same same situation. Things, um, uh, yeah, things change. Now, and- if you had said last night that you went out for a drink with a buddy, right? I would have uh, secretly judged you. Secretly, yeah. Well, I can deal with that. <laughs> As long as it's, it's never out in public, isn't it crazy though? And again, we don't want to we don't want to dwell too much on this because certainly, uh, but it's just so crazy. I've never seen a situation be this fluid and change so much from one day to the next. It's uh yeah yeah, and I mean uh, again, we're all we're in different phases of our life than we were five years ago. This would have mm-hmm. been a death knell. Well, not even five years, but five to eight years ago, this would have been a death knell for me and my my social life. You know, <laughs> but now yeah. would it have been? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you would have really missed that one hockey game every three weeks that you went to. Oh, God, you couldn't pay me money to go to one of those now. <laughs> just, dollar beers, dollar dogs. Just the worst. Uh, but, Steve, I wanted to mention to you because, and we didn't even talk about this before recording, but I need to ask you, it is officially hmm. today been six months since what since your daughter was born really six months today steve congratulations oh thank you can't happy. be can't be said enough happy half birthday to baby evelyn mm-hmm. growing every week i see her yeah what um i i feel like it's important to check up to see where you're at now we talked a lot during Annette's pregnancy and everything about the planning and what you thought. Yeah. Six months in, I'm kind of putting you on the spot, so feel free if, mm-hmm. if you don't have an answer. That, that's totally fine. Is there, a, is there a few things that you thought have gone maybe way differently I.e. on either end? Maybe, yeah. Maybe something has been, whoa, I didn't expect this to be this hard or this oh. all-encompassing. Or maybe you thought, oh, boy, the way people talked about this, I thought this part would be harder. Well, let me preface it by saying that I think we're we've been extremely lucky. She has been mm-hmm. a uh, very content, easy baby. She does not she doesn't scream a lot. She sleeps great. She'll sleep like eleven hours straight, no problem. She eats great, which is nice. And uh, for the most part, just a happy baby. Um, in the last, especially month or so, like just you start to see a little bit of a personality. Not maybe not a personality, but she has a lot more expressions now. She smiles and kind of right. kind of giggles, and you eyes can, are moving yeah, more. Yeah, you make yeah. funny faces at her, and she she thinks it's hilarious. So, um, so that's been that's been awesome. Because when they're first born, they're like kind of boring. It is what it is. Just I mean, lay there and then crap. And that's the thing. It's it's that period where you're most kind of fearful. Yeah, for of about everything because it's all new. But Which is you, crazy because it should be like I should be more fearful now than I was then because then you put them in the bassinet yep. and they they literally cannot do anything yep. they can't go anywhere yep they're swaddled and they can't move that's it but now it's um, especially in the last two weeks she's been sitting up so well so I was down here a couple days ago when I was straightening up here in the studio and I put her on the couch behind me propped her up in the corner mm-hmm. and uh, kind of leaned her back so she was like. She couldn't really go anywhere. I turned around. She had completely sat up, and she's just bouncing around and looking at me. Oh, man. So it's, uh, it's, those, it's those times, man. It's yeah. the best times where you start to see that development happen. Um, and there's definitely something I never expected that has happened. I never anticipated in all of this how many conversations between me and Annette would be be about poop consistency yeah color yeah how often yep not often enough and it's crazy how like you can have these seriously engaging conversations about poop hey did she she pooped today yeah Yeah, she did oh what did it it was kind of a yeah, kind of seedy. Like getting a little consistency there? Or no? Yeah, no, it's... Yeah, it's like halfway up her back. Yeah, you totally have to reevaluate the way you talk about things. And if that's something that you're very uncomfortable with, yeah. by force, you're going to become comfortable with it. Oh, yeah, you're going to be perfectly fine at it. It was funny, too, because a friend of mine 
uh, him and his wife are expecting their first child in about two weeks. Mm-hmm. So they, and it's one of Annette's great friends. So our they're they're going to have a daughter. So our daughters are going to grow up. They're going to be six months apart, basically. Yeah, maybe a little uh, Godfather Steve in the world. Oh, I don't want to put it out there, but yeah, this the day of my daughter's <laughs> wedding. <laughs> That was good. I, that was really I didn't good. want to say anything. I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> and I am I mean, not known for I my mean, impressions. It's no James Earl Jones. Whoa. I, I didn't mean to step on the impressionist <laughs> toes. I will get out of the way of whether it's James Earl Jones. I will get out of the way of you as Marlon Brando in The Godfather. Mm-hmm. I did not mean to step on it's quite all right. the show impressionist's toes. <laughs> Here today. Ray. Oh. You can feel it in your toes. Not just your toes, Steve. I'm pretty sure my toenails just yeah, vibrate. I'm a great one-word impressionist. Um, I think you've really honed in anyway mm-hmm. on you know the, the full line there after we did it for eight weeks in a row. People will come, Ray. People most definitely will come. I think I need to pull that and then pull the line from the movie and maybe overlay it. Yeah. Or, and then play them side by side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, right there. That. That's a reason to tune in. That's right. Do you, sitting at home or in your car, remember 1994s? I think it was before that. Was it? I thought it was 80s. I thought it was like 89 or 90. Why are we doing this? <laughs> this is what we do. We've talked. This we've is talked, what we do. We've talked about Dickie Marks. <laughs> Dickie Marks. A, a dead Kenny rivalry. <laughs> Where only one of them is dead. 1989. Hey, look Steve. at that. So you are nailing the uh, well, estimation. I mean, look, it's obviously near and dear to my heart. So. What the hell were we talking about? Uh, we were, I mean, what do you mean? Before we were doing impressions of The Godfather and uh, Ray. Oh, that's right. We were talking about uh, friends. Talking about, yeah, you were talking about your friends having a baby. I interrupted to ask you if you're going to be The Godfather. Right. We, uh, you did a Marlon Brando impression. Yep. I accused you of being uh, stepping on my toes yep, with my, uh, my Ray impression. <laughs> or not my Ray impression, my... Um, James Earl Jones, Jones saying Ray, Ray impression. <laughs> a lot of layers to that. But... but we, we digress. Okay, so some yeah, very good friends of ours are having having a baby in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So we're excited because it's their first. It's their first, yeah. Okay. So they're gonna our our daughters will basically grow up together, which is uh, which will be a lot of fun to watch. But so I I was texting back and forth with uh, with Mike, and I said like, hey man, I you, know, you guys you guys freaking out yet? And I've texted him a bunch of times over the last last few weeks or few months just to see how they're doing mm-hmm. and uh yeah at one point this is a couple of months ago he had said to me like oh well you you uh are you a you know a master at changing diapers yet and i was like dude you are going to be so good at changing diapers within one week of that baby being born that's such a weird thing but i get it because everybody goes through it before you but you're like oh yeah, i'm just not familiar with it and, and then you realize it's it's four flaps <laughs> yeah it's it's so yeah, it's simple a little velcro i and mean that's it the real expertise comes steve 
with wipe usage. Mm-hmm. That's the real expertise. Yeah. Now, everybody knows somebody who's an overwipe user. And, and you know, in these trying times, Steve, mm-hmm. I, I kindly ask everybody, stop overusing the wipes. Yeah. Okay? Keep them to a minimal. Okay? That's what you need to forewarn your friend about. Mm-hmm. You know, this... Uh, the You don't need a half a pack no. going for any no, dirty I diaper. No, I mean, I would say with a... You know, with your standard wet diaper, you need one. Right. One wipe. Perfect. Now, if there's a... You, you got a little bit more of a mess. For the longest time, I had never used more than three. Three was max. And then... You have one of the... Like, you open that diaper up and you think, what the hell happened in here? How? Why? And what happened? Like one of those ones where you just say, okay, well, the onesie is being thrown out yep. because it's it's lost. There's no sense in keeping it. So our daughter had um, probably for about three weeks had uh, saved all of her number twos for whenever mom was gone. Mm. So, which, whatever. Lucky I, dad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I definitely have the easier end of this whole right, this yeah, whole operation. Yeah. In so. terms of in terms of overall needs, right. what she gets from you, yeah. it's a lot easier than what she gets uh, from mom. But it became the running joke. You know, Annette would hand her off to me, and I'd be like, "Okay, well, uh, oh, you're leaving now. Well, she's gonna poop in five minutes." And uh, so I had one one day where I had brought her home, and uh, she had fallen asleep. So I left her. Left her as she was, mm-hmm. and then started. <laughs> What's that smell? Okay, yeah, she pooped. No big deal. I'll wait till she wakes up. So she woke up, and I go to pick her up out of uh, the thing that she was in, and she was like, just her back was soaked. Oh. Eleven wipes. Eleven? I went from I went from three to eleven. That's not a jump from three to four, no. or even five. No. Eleven? Eleven. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Think it was about like, just going and hooking up the hose? I did, yeah. Because yeah, a lot but, of times that makes it easier. Yeah. So, but then Annette finally got hers last week. There was yeah. one. Take that! <laughs> there was one. She was like she was like 10 minutes late for dropping her off, at uh, dropping Evelyn off at my work. She's like, she had the biggest blowout ever. And uh, she actually said, you're going to have to like change the garbage bag when you get home that bad like we have one of, one of those uh diaper like genie a things. thing yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so you throw it in there and i had just emptied it the night before because it was uh i was getting the garbage together to, yeah. to put out the next day but it had consumed the room <laughs> it, it, it was i took that bag out of there and it was like half filled oh. which normally we can go probably a week between emptying those things yeah and it had been like 12 hours and the thing was half full again so yeah i in uh, in conclusion more conversations about poop than i would have ever thought um there are still some things that i find just revolting and disgusting that i will not do um annette has hey, you, you've you've drawn a, a line in the sand yeah and it's it, well, maybe not. I won't do them. I go about things a little bit differently. Like Annette has no problem picking her up and being like, "Yeah, dirty diaper." I cannot do that. It just grosses me out. Oh, and what I, um, I've said to her a million times: Look, I'd rather go through the process of taking the whole, you know, the whole ensemble off and realizing that the diaper is not dirty, than one second of sticking my nose up and uh, and sniffing. Won't do it. 
Wow. The other thing is the... Um, did you guys use the, the, the booger sucker thing? Yep, I will not touch that. Absolutely not. Uh, I actually prefer to leave the room when Katie uses it. Yeah. I oh, just the noise. The, the noise, noise alone. is... I yep, I'm it. not going to replicate it because it will make me gag. Yeah. I couldn't. Nope, not happening. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. Ugh. So, uh, but she has Annette has no problem with it. So I was like, hey, that's it's all you then, right? All you. But uh, in conclusion, again, <laughs> the last six months have been pretty good. So six months in, pretty Steve. good. I mean, right now, completely terrified of everything. Oh, the right. Baby, she's not leaving the house for months. Right. Maybe ever. Yeah, most likely. Maybe ever. Because at that point, it'll be high school time, and you don't want that in your life. Mm-hmm. No. No, no, no. You can't have that. Um, let me ask you this, Steve. Six months in, just going based off of my timeline, things that uh, happened in uh, to us, kind of. Mm-hmm. Have you had anybody, family, friend, otherwise, giving you the old... You ready to have another one yet? I don't think anyone said it. No? No. I'm, I mean, I'm sure somebody has, but I don't... Yeah, I don't recall it. I don't remember it sticking out. Have you guys had that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, really? but, but Reed's older. I mean, Reed, Reed is a year and a half. Yeah. So, for us, that for a lot of people, at least, you know, generations past, this is kind of the time people start getting much more serious about it in yeah. terms of, well, I don't want it to be too far apart, et cetera, et cetera. But we're not in a stage right now where we're discussing it and we're close. I mean, other things going on in our lives that are going to preclude that from happening for yeah. at least uh, probably another three years ish. If so you're not thinking about to. having a coronial. Nope. Wait. If we did, that would put a damper on other plans. <laughs> That we have okay. for our lives. Uh, wife talking about going back to school to get her master's degree. Mm-hmm. And while not saying that that is impossible, and I know probably plenty of people have done that while being pregnant and doing that. It, it's, makes it, it, it's makes an it, unneeded yeah. obstacle or hurdle to making what is already a difficult process for her in terms of going to school while working harder. Yeah. So, yeah, that is what we are uh, trying to avoid. So, okay. well, that's good. Again, happy birthday. Congratulations. Happy birthday, Evelyn. Thank you very much. Can't be said enough. Can't um, be said enough. You know, I mentioned my wife, and we did talk about uh, how I, we don't want this to become a, just a discussion about uh, the coronavirus, and it's not going to. But I included something in my email that when I looked back at probably doesn't make a lot of sense. No, it didn't. I, I was obviously going to ask you about it. Um, but yeah, you said, I am pretty sure I got trolled mm-hmm. by a British animal Twitter account. Yep. And what is a... I, well, Steve, let, let me let me recap this to you. So as a, I don't know if you've heard, uh, there's a disease rampaging through the world right now. Uh, no. It's the common cold. Oh, it's cold season. Everybody, be aware. Uh huh. You know, sneeze into your elbow. Yep. Uh, cough into your what shoulder. They call it like the Dracula cough or the Dracula sneeze. Uh, yep, right into your elbow. Oh, yeah. 
How do, see, this is why you're the show impressionist. Was that? A, I don't think that that was a good. I Dracula. think that was pretty well. That was a good Count Chocula <laughs> because it sounded more like a left. Than yeah, a, that was actually a good Count Chocula or like the Count a, from Sesame Street. What is that noise that he makes? Is it a? It's bois, isn't it bwahaha? Yeah, but is it a? Is that a laugh? Hmm. <laughs> well, let's go to. Uh, Let's go to the web polls and ask the masses. No, that listen, that's fair. We, uh, yeah, we need to ask: Is the sound Dracula makes a laugh, a laugh, or a <clears throat> cough, <laughs> or do we just do? Is it a laugh? Yes or no? Yeah. So okay, yeah, no, I'll post that. That's that's also on the poll this week. Uh, boy, a couple of goodies. What was the first one? Um. Uh, should it, uh, should Steve feel like a jerk for wanting to buy two by fours? Okay, I stand you, you don't it. want to put like during the coronavirus. No, I don't think we need context here. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> okay, I will. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I will post those as soon as I'm done telling mm-hmm. the story. So I posted a bit of a Twitter thread this week, Steve. I don't know if you saw it. In regards to my wife and, and the medical professionals right now, the health professionals mm-hmm. who are dealing with this virus, and essentially about how uh, PPE, personal protection equipment, has been in incredibly short supply. Yeah. Um, and essentially saying that my wife, they're now limiting nurses to one mask per one face mask per 12 hour shift. That doesn't seem. Uh they're just out. They're, they're out. Yeah. They, they don't have them. I mean, and we have can't. Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, on Twitter. Replying directly DMs to people. Uh, to Elon Musk. Yeah, and I'm seeing people. There's a local union, a local seamstress union for Broadway and stuff. He's, Thank you so much. I just DM'd you. Follow us back. We'll DM you back. Like, it's. Looking for people to make People them. making sewing masks. Cristiano, I forget what the last name is. Excuse me, I'm not in the fashion industry. A world famous like fashion designer. Mm-hmm. Sewing masks. Is the like are they, they so they can't be that difficult then no it's not and honestly people have posted links you can take it's essentially the material from the inside of a furnace filter steve mm-hmm. people are recommending you can take if you have extra furnace filters take that out you can cut it into whatever shape you yeah, need yeah it's like that it's like that stringy yeah, and foamy it, stuff it's meant to catch any you yeah. know debris or part- or yeah so but we digress a little bit. So I posted this long thread. I don't know if I'm going to read. I don't want to read it all. I don't think it's it's not that long per se. But essentially saying they're being overwhelmed with cases and symptoms, and a face master in short supply. Imagine what else is or could be. Uh, they're an amazing group of people to be on the front line. Please respect them because there were some issues with other personnel who didn't work at the hospital coming in and stealing boxes of masks Ugh. from Did a this, hospital. This happened at your wife's hospital. Yes. Wow! Yeah, and 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 I'm not saying that's an exclusive. I guarantee you, we one of the the best friends of this show, Nikki, mm-hmm. works at a hospital, mm-hmm. and she said they're in terrible short supply as well. This is going on everywhere, and I'm not saying this is exclusive wow. there. And you know, sure, it's it, but it it you're just trying to bring light to an issue. Sure, and and you know, people replied, and and our friend uh, Zach works in a medical field as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much all in support of this it was very weird to me then when i got a twitter message a dm and if i don't follow you if i'm not friends with you or whatever 
uh, it goes into the request folder, but I yeah. still get a notification. So I must have saw it uh, a little bit later because I pulled it open and it is the the username, Steve, is Goblin. Actually, I don't even know if I want to read it. It, it has nothing to do with it. It's very weird. Mm-hmm. Numbers and a name with an underscore in the middle. But the name, like the, the username that they are, the, the, the display name, Ellie and Putty and Ben. Ellie and Putty and Ben. Okay. And when you click on their profile, which I did after reading their, their message to me, it is a family of three cats. <laughs> okay. And the message I received from these three cats, three cats, is this: Give your head a wobble. This is happening at hospitals worldwide. You're not unique. That's very rude of those three cats. And it's not even too. Like it, you, I think you can attach a tweet when you send a message if you want. Yeah. So initially, this thing was sent at 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 Eastern Standard Time. I think at like four in the morning. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't see it then, but I do get up for early for work. Did your tweet go viral? No, no, no. But this is somebody that you don't have. This may have been somebody who commented to it or something. This these people must have seen it in their timeline and mm-hmm. thought, "Wow, I can't believe the nerve of this person." They sent the message and immediately blocked me. Oh. Very open-minded person, then. It wouldn't have even been a discussion. Honestly, me. I told you last week and I, I, I need to distance myself from, from social media in general. And I really need to focus on that. I wasn't going to engage with this family of cats. <laughs> I mean, who? <laughs> you'd be silly to. Which, out of context, sure might seem weird. <laughs> Me declining an internet argument with a family of British cats. But that's where social media is, Steve. So I I did click on... They only blocked my personal account. Obviously, they didn't know I was a co-host of a (laughs) really famous... (laughs) Of a seldomly listened to podcast. Uh, The most listened to podcast in a five-block radius of Steve's house. Right around this house. As we... So claim, but yeah, they are. I, I searched for them on our so our podcast Twitter. Three crazy cats in England. Come what and say hello. No naked humans. Uh, what? I, I guess just heading off at the pass. All of the unsolicited nudes three British cats <laughs> usually get. So, so uh, please. Do not send D pics or any other unsolicited nude pics yeah. to these three British cats. But <laughs> is that how I come off when I get into Twitter arguments or social media arguments with people? Yeah. But am I, but I <laughs> in my mind anyway, I'm not replying to literally a thread saying, Hey, please respect hospital workers. Well, yeah, I don't I don't know. It was it was such a head scratcher for me that I was more curious about 
if this person thought I was saying that that it only happened at your at your wife's hospital, yeah, and that they should obviously get special weren't. treatment. Um, yeah, it's, to me, it seemed like you were just trying to say, "Hey, you know, my wife is on the front lines of this, so yeah, please, uh, please respect them and uh, realize that they're working in very difficult conditions." Right. Which I mean is is great for you to say. We've seen it from millions of people. Everybody has been saying that, you know, the the all the people that like we're all sheltered in place or we're all quarantined. Well, there are certain people who can't be who have to go into work every day. They have to go in, you know, double every day because of all of this. Right. Um, yeah, I do feel, though, that this is probably a little bit of social media karma coming back to. Oh, disagree. <laughs> I have never taken a pot shot at someone who doesn't deserve it. There it is. And I stand by a lot of the disagreements I've gotten into. But I have tried to transition away from that into more sarcastic type dismissal trolling rather than just head on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, uh, well aware. I saw one. Um so the other day, I was actually sent, uh, my brother sent it to me and my sister, a screenshot of something that you had posted. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, proud to be, uh, proud that the rest of my family gets to see what's going on. Uh, somebody had posted, uh, one of the TV stations, the local TV stations had posted an article about, you know, they were doing a coronavirus special tonight on the news. Yeah. And a woman named Karen replied, You all are doing more harm than good, fanning the flames of paranoia. This is not what we need at this time. To which good old Kyle replies, Not surprising, a real Karen statement there. I'm anxious, though, because uh, in the screenshot it says, View ten more replies. I would love to know what they say. Oh, yeah, I'm guessing that probably got deleted. I don't even know if I could... Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if I could dig it up. Let me see if I can go back Have you not been enough. banned from that uh, new station? The new site finally <laughs> said, Hey, 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 you're done. <laughs> um, yeah, boy, let me so, see. So, yeah, I again, uh, I feel like this is all well-deserved. I mean, you, you're going to tell me Karen didn't deserve it. This is your lifetime achievement award. Karen dismissing the Look, facts of the coronavirus doesn't deserve to be called a Karen statement. All I know is that the flu kills more people every year. I'm just saying this is, <laughs> you know, by the way, I was going to, you know, maybe I should save this for a hot take that I'll dump on. Uh, I'll dump on Twitter. Oh, boy. Because what you call a tease right there i've been building one up and it's been frustrating but i need to check to make sure you haven't done this okay before i unleash the hot takes i don't want to hurt any feelings okay i'm growing as a person write it down on a piece of paper and send it to me okay you gotta send it to me in a text say you got a pen or paper (laughs) other than that uh we're halfway to what we need to make this whole word type it on your screen and then turn well i'm gonna text it to you right now uh So if I say, yes, I have done this. I will not unleash. <laughs> you're going to be like, okay. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, I'll just have to pivot. Like all the hot take artists are known to do. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, yeah, you should have it. It's just a, just a simple question. Not <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Okay. It's not. Okay, good. I have not. I mean, I, if I have, I'd be very embarrassed if you were to dig it up and show it to me. So yeah, I, ooh, I, guess, ooh. I guess I can't say that I never have, but I don't think I ever have. Because I just based on my reaction when I read that, I would hope that I haven't. Ah, uh, boy, you're right. I don't see any right now. So I will unleash that hot take then Okay, good. Uh, on Twitter here very shortly. Uh, speaking of Twitter, uh, before we close up shop here, getting to nothing we wanted to today. Did we even have anything we wanted to get to? Well, I mean, we did our Kenny Rogers eulogy. Yep. You're welcome, family. <laughs> Rogers uh, family. Talked about you getting trolled by a family of British cats. And uh, a lot more talk about, like, Richard Marks. Oh, yeah, Dickie Marks. Dickie M. Dickie Marks himself. Ricky Markso. Uh, did want to mention the polls we posted last week, Steve, which were, uh, again, not out of context. I think all these make sense mm-hmm. when you read them. Uh, the first poll. Is the hammer the apostrophe of the gun? <laughs> <laughs> makes total sense. Kind of, I mean, even when you look at a gun from the side, you know, kind of, whoop. so it's like, oh, where's the S? You know, oh, wait, maybe it's not possessive. <laughs> you know, a lot, of, a lot of things going on. <laughs> uh, and with 70% of the vote, people said yes. Of course. So, yes, the, the only logical, is. only logical explanation. The apostrophe of the gun. Now, the second one. I have no recollection of this. In the news this week. Has Tom Brady? <laughs> ever been referred to as Tommy Touchdown? <laughs> as you so aptly referred to him. Yeah. Last week. I stand by this. This is going to be 99% yes. 71% of the audience said yes. Said no. Ugh. And 29% of our audience does not care about sports in the slightest. <laughs> Now, are you averaging together Facebook? That's the average, uh, Steve. That is, uh, it's over 150 votes there between the two. Uh, maybe one was nicer to you. Yep, Facebook only was 70% said no. <laughs> so maybe Facebook's there an audience is. in that there regard. There it is, the rare Steve loss on a on a poll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, boy, that was a... <laughs> people willingly, too, because in that, with, reading that with no context, but knowing the dynamic of this podcast... Right. People know what side that came from, and they still said, boy, Steve's really dumb for saying. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't post a screenshot of the the text conversation that we had earlier in the week about Tom Brady. Oh, I think I may have even, uh, I did. I think I took a screenshot and I meant to post never that. never posted it. Yeah, I think after, I did. after that conversation took place, I fully expected, like an hour later, I thought, oh, I bet that's going to end up being a... a, a a post on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Stephen Kyle. Oh boy, yeah, I will. I'll have to post that because that is uh, absolute, especially right now, Steve. It's very timely, very topical. Uh, the uh, NFL free agency going on. Oh so. yeah, yeah, big, big news. Probably going to talk about that on Sports Tate this week, right? Boy, I, in, in fairness, I had every intention to record, but there are no sports. Well, you can talk about free agency. I'm gonna. Have to, I hate talking about topical stuff that nobody cares about like that. Uh, I'm going to dig into the well, though. I think I've got some uh, some back topics that I'd like to talk about that won't make a lot of sense right now, but that have been kind of on my mind that I could put something yeah. together. I, I need to do it. Look, uh, it's just going to be out of context. As 
I mean, we're a couple of content creators here. That's what the that's what they call us on the internet. Some call us influencers. Some call some may somewhere some people may call us influencers. Probably within a five block radius. Probably. I mean, the numbers have never been higher in this five block radius. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Just want to make sure that you clarify. <laughs> All right, so we got a Fast Five episode coming a couple days after this. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, shelter in place. Wear rubber gloves. Yeah. Stay safe if you can. Do take every precaution. Obviously, everybody's been saying it. If we're safe, if, you're, if we're the first people you're hearing it from, uh, you've been doing it wrong. Yeah. Yeah, so be safe out there. Talk to you next time. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.